Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuck with ability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. new episode on the inner power podcast i'm your host and soul and confidence coach olga and i am so thrilled to have you back with me as you might hear (laughs) i'm still sick um and that's why my my voice may sound a little bit i don't know what to call it noisy (laughs) like different let's put it like that um but i hope that you don't mind because today i want to talk to you about a topic that I see, like, I see how important this is over and over and over again, um, the more I, you know, interact or talk to other people. And so today I want to talk to you about probably the most powerful question that you can ask yourself multiple times on a daily basis, and that will allow you to create much more fulfillment in your life and much more satisfaction with yourself, I would say. Um, Because when we apply this question, you know, things start to shift. Our energy starts to shift. Our attitude starts to shift. The way we show up for life starts to shift. The way we show up for other people starts to shift. And so... Even though it is a very simple question and you may think like, yeah, no big deal. Like I ask myself this all the time. I challenge you to really um, go through your day and ask yourself that question multiple times and see how easy you find to actually answer it. Um, because here's the thing, the question, let's start with the question. The question is, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? Um, because here's the thing. And I said, it may sound way too simple, way too easy for you, like, yeah, what do I want, you know, like, I know what I want, but I would, I don't know what I would bet, like, a lot of stuff, (laughs) and I would bet that actually you do not know what you want, that generally we have a hard time, all of us, knowing what we want. We make ourselves believe that we know what we want, But in reality, we actually don't. Because usually, the place that we consult for or consult with when we're making decisions is our mind. It's like we want to always make logical decisions, right? Reasonable decisions. Um, Be like, let's say, 
realistic. But here's the thing. Your mind does not know what you want. Your mind only knows what it wants. And what it wants is to stay safe and to protect you. Now that is something completely different than what your heart and what your soul wants. Because let's be 100,000% transparent here. Most of us, if we don't do, especially when we don't do the work, when we don't work on getting to know ourselves, on raising our awareness around why we do stuff and how we do it, um, most people just follow what others want for them. And they're not following or doing what they really want, what their heart really wants. They just go blindly through life, um, kind of like an autopilot, because the mind is in control. And um, they just go through life, ticking off the boxes that their environment, their society, their culture kind of makes them uh, believe that they should be doing. Like the society's to-do and to-accomplish list of things, right? Bucket list, if you want to say so. And most people just go through life taking off those boxes on that list. But that's the problem. It's not your list. It's not what you want. Obviously, there might be things that we have an overlap. Like what we truly desire for ourselves can overlap, obviously, with that list. But from my own experience and just observing people um, and from, from, you know, observing how people feel about their lives, I just really see that so many of us are so frustrated, so in so much pain actually with what is going on in their life, so dissatisfied, so unfulfilled, so empty without purpose, without motivation, without the spark. It feels like um, that spark, that light has been really almost shut down. Um, And they're just like walking through life, like as if they were dead alive, like, you know, zombies. You just wake up, you kind of boot your system, you go through the day, functioning like a machine, just taking off all the, let's say, responsibilities, to-dos, etc. Come home, go to sleep, and then they repeat. But like, where's the spark? Where's that fire? Where's that, you know, aliveness in that kind of way of living? Ask yourself, like, how satisfied are you actually with your life at the moment? Is there enough, let's say, spark or fire for you? Are there enough things that are happening for you where you feel like this is really making me happy? I'm really so satisfied with how things are going. Or do you rather find yourself, you know, constantly looking at other people's, especially social media and... um kind of feeling, yeah, I don't want to say maybe resentful, but, you know, 
you are looking at what they're doing and you're wondering like, why can't I be doing that? I wish I wish I was traveling. I wish I had that. I wish I had that business. I wish I had the family. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Right? So those are kind of the first indicators because you might be asking yourself, you know, my life is okay. I'm not overly, you know, maybe excited or overly um, enthusiastic about it, but I'm also not down about it or depressed. Um, so how do you actually <clears throat> know or um, what are some indicators that can help you identify like whether you are actually doing stuff that you want or if you're doing stuff that is expected of you and that others want for you? I think one of one really good key indicator is the level of heaviness or exhaustion and frustration you're feeling with something. So for example, at work, <clears throat> if your job or or what you're doing there um, or the environment you're in, if that feels very heavy and is constantly leading you to to burn out, I would say that you probably don't really want to be in that job. Um, it is not something that really, you know, fuels you. But then again, you know, we stay in it. Why? Um, because, I don't know, our environment usually expects us that we can't just quit a job. Like, you stay in it. It pays, you know, uh, you receive money for it. Maybe you have a certain, um, yeah, kind of like admiration or, you know, status with it people are maybe looking up to you they admire you so we continue to do that because it's like the payoff like right we're, we're trading in our soul and we're getting as a payoff um the attention and kind of the peace and the approval of our external environment also when you know you're doing stuff that feels really difficult and it's just frustrating you so one thing is that it feels like really heavy and it's just constantly exhausting you the other thing is you're trying and it's just frustrating you so for example the past two years in business I felt both (laughs) the heaviness but also a lot of frustration and the frustration came from me falling for you know what so-called coaches or experts were saying about how you should how you should approach business or what you should be doing in business and the thing was those activities were not things that I would have personally um, chosen for myself but I didn't know better so I trusted those people over myself which obviously I'm very aware of now (laughs) Um, but in that moment I just felt the frustration because I was trying to do the things that they were saying and all it always left me with was that feeling of it's not working out for me it's not working out for me Um, for other people you know um, your signal might be that you're feeling resentful or bitter about something maybe even angry. And I think 
the obviously the most evident uh, indicator is when you when you do something and it leaves you completely empty. It's like it's meaningless to you. Like whether you would do that or not, you know, you could just care less about it. That's how I felt in certain stages of my corporate uh, career. It was just like I, I was there, I was doing my job, but at the end of the day, if I had gone there or not, it didn't make any difference. The only difference was that I was being transferred money to my bank account for. But on an emotional level, on a soul level, I just felt like crushed. So really just take a moment, you know, and just think about what what are you experiencing throughout a week or a day? Are you just, you know, getting stuff done? Or are you really, um, and, and are you like feeling actually fulfilled? Do you feel like this light, kind of this energy inside of you, that fire that is, um, you know, for me, like a, just a signal of we're being alive. We're just really here having like this, amazing human experience right um or do you just you know day in day out it's kind of like the same routine and um at the end of the day or at the end of the week um you just want it for stuff to be over (laughs) so that you can uh have time for yourself and do stuff that you actually want and we don't know yet whether those things are really stuff are things that you enjoy or not or really want but you know just do that little inventory because we all I feel like we all desire certain changes in our lives but we don't really even know where that like what kind of change we want what do we actually want to be differently right and it all everything always comes back to this one question how do you want to do your job? I don't know. Like, you know, what do you want? What kind of, um, I don't know, partner do you want? You need to know that. Um, what kind of, you know, living situation do you want? No, I just want my life to be better. Okay, but like, what do you want specifically? You know, do you want to live... Um, in the outskirts do you want to live by the sea do you want to live in the city like some of the things are so trivial it even starts with you know it starts with simple things like in the morning you wake up do you actually want to get up or do you want to sleep more what is you know what is your body maybe craving for do you when you wake up i usually almost go automatically for coffee but then you know, I make it more and more um, a, a, a practice of like asking myself, do I actually want coffee? Like, do I want it or maybe do I want something else? And very often the que- like the answer is very, you know, different. Maybe first I want some water. Maybe I want some, some matcha. I don't know, but it happens. But if I would not check in with myself and ask myself that question you know I would just go uh, throughout the day um, with practice as usual I would drink that coffee not even realizing that I actually did not even want it and so you might be asking okay 
you know, it it's a, it starts with the tiniest things like coffee and it goes all the way, um, you know, to the range of do you want to have kids? Like how you want your, your life to be? What do you want from life? Your career, your, um, your relationship, uh, your finances, your environment, your family situation, <clears throat> your spiritual journey. Like, what do you want from all those things, you know? And if we don't start practicing with something as little as coffee <laughs> or what we what do we want to drink, you know, we can't really expect ourselves to figure out the bigger area areas in our lives because we just don't even know first of all where to look for that answer right um and we don't know where we want to even take this so like i said even though it sounds like a super simple question even you listening to this right now I really challenge you, like, what is it that you actually want to do? Do you actually want to listen to this podcast? Maybe you don't. Maybe you'd rather lay down. Maybe you'd rather go outside. I don't know. Right? But we have to make it a practice. Because, for example, you know, the past weeks I've talked to a couple of friends and <clears throat> about the topic of having kids. And I know it can become a very controversial topic, but I think this is what this one is a really good example of how blindly we actually go about this. I feel there are so many people out there who are just having kids for the sake of having kids because everybody's having kids, you know, that's kind of just what you do. Um, and I see quite a number of friends, you know, struggle with this uh, question. Like, do I actually want to have kids? And I feel like this is so incredible if you just stop in with yourself and really, you know, get clear about this. Um, instead of just, you know, um, rushing forward or rushing ahead, um, trying to make them <laughs> or create them without actually having that clarity. <clears throat> because it has many implications, you know. I have two kids and um, yes, your life is not going to be the same again. It's going to be very different. And nobody has to have kids. But especially for us as women, you know, society is um, leaving us with this kind of idea that if you don't have kids, you're not like a full or complete woman, so to say, right? Because there's something missing um, but, you know, everybody's free to live their lives as they want. But you need to, like, really get clear first. Do I actually want to have kids? And why do I want to have them? This why is your chance to really shedding light on what's your true motivation behind it. Shedding light on whether there's going to be reasons that are coming more from, you know, belief systems, from what you believe about it, or whether the reasons are rather coming from a desire. 
because for example if you're just like if your reason is um why do you want to have kids and the reason is well I don't know everybody around me has you know kids and I believe that it's just part of being a family and um I feel like it's going to make me happy it's like why why do you believe that And do you really want to have all the responsibility that comes with it? So there's, you know, it's just an iter iteration. I think I didn't pronounce that correctly, but whatever well, mind. I think you know what I get. <laughs> um, you get what I what I mean. Um, it's just like a continuous process of of ask of asking yourself, like, what is it that I want? Why do I want it? Why do I believe that? Do I really want it? Um, because some things are so implanted into us, like I said in the beginning, that we're not even aware of us being controlled by our mind. And, um, you know, you, the fact that you're listening, I know that you're the type of person that wants something more from life. You don't want that average life. You don't want that scenario that I just talked you through about waking up, going to work, coming home, sleep, eat, repeat, right? You want something more. You want something different than what you've probably experienced growing up. But if you want something different, you need to, you know, start taking different actions, You need to start thinking differently. You need to um, start becoming aware of what mental paradigms are yours and what are just ideas that have been just pin been passed on to you. Because, you know, in the end, it's not about, you know, what options are out there. It's not about what is realistic. It's not about what is logical. Like, for example, um, when was it? In 2018. Yeah. Um, my husband and I and my son, who was uh, not even one back then, uh, we just decided to move to different to a different city, like two hours from where we lived. <laughs> There was no logic behind it. Um, my work, my corporate job was still like two hours away. Um, my husband didn't have a job yet, um, in Munich when we moved. Um, it was just a pure desire of like, like we didn't want to be living. <clears throat> we didn't want to live in that, um, other city anymore. We just wanted something different and we were just trying something out. And that's all that we base our decision on, on our desire of wanting something different for ourselves. And, you know, any person that you would have talked to in my, um, in my, let's say, closer circle, they would have told you that they're freaking nuts or we're freaking nuts, <laughs> that we're just being so um, irrational and we're just making a mistake and that, you know, we're probably going to regret it and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But here we are 
like three years later, we're still living here. I am, I created like a, a work construct that also has not ever been, I think, lived out the way before. At least I don't know anybody who's living two hours away. <clears throat> um, you know, everything worked out fine, but I would not have gotten to this place if I hadn't asked myself like what I want. So what is actually going to change? Like let's put all our chips on the table, right? Like what's going to change if you start doing that practice? Because you might still be thinking like I can't believe that just asking myself this one question will like change my life. Well, let me tell you what is going to change, all right? First of all, the more you start following what you actually want, you will start to experience so much more fulfillment um, and joy and happiness in your life. Because you are doing the things that you crave, that you desire, that light you up, that fill your soul. Like living with a fulfilled soul is so different than living with a, let's say, happy mind. Because when your mind is happy, you're usually unhappy. So things will start to feel much more fulfilling. And um, with that, your energy level will automatically go up. Because now you're experiencing things, minor things to big things on a daily basis that fuel you. They give you energy. They don't suck energy from you like the other stuff that you're doing when you don't really want them. So you're, you're experiencing, you know, that level, that new level of energy and you feel much more, I would say, ready and, um, yeah, also capable to to try out new things or to just invest um, a better quality of energy and emotions into um, your day-to-day situations. For example, in parenting, when I fill up my cup with the things that I want to do or that I need to do for myself, I show up much more calm, with much more patience. I feel much more connected to my kids. Um, I allow myself to be way more goofy than when I'm just in this, I need to, I need to get this done. I need to, um, you know, make sure that I'm this responsible, super responsible person and I have everything, you know, checked off the list. There I feel like tense, I feel stressed, I feel uh, disconnected. I feel very agitated. So when you when you start doing what you want and what is important for your soul, that whole, you know, dynamic within your relationships alone is going to shift. How you're going to show up for your partner is going to shift. How you're going to show up for your work is going to shift. <clears throat> All of a sudden you will probably realize that there's no there's new opportunities opening up for yourself. And it's not random. It's because you're shifting your perspective. 
You're not just looking at, you know, what's available and what is it that I need to do um, or what will make other people happy, but it's rather you're opening your horizon, you're opening your panorama. And all of a sudden, you know, you start seeing more and more things that, you know, seem so attractive and so um, exciting for you. And in overall, in total, you know, you also start feeling better about yourself because all those tiny things of just asking, what do I want to eat today? Um, it's just you showing yourself that you can trust yourself, that you can trust your decision-making. Um, when you can show yourself that you can trust your decision-making, you know, this is going to build your confidence muscle because you know that over and over and over again, you've made decisions that made you feel good, that had a positive effect on you. So your mind can learn to relax a little bit. And because also with every with every time that you ask yourself and if you follow through with it, you know, you're constantly basically giving yourself um, love. It's tiny acts of love and self-support. You're backing yourself. And it's just it just feels fucking amazing when you do that. Um, and ultimately, you know, what you do is you learn to exercise your intuition muscle. So let me give you another example that, um, I've had last year. So last year I bought myself a new car. Um, my old car was, I I had a feeling that it's going to (laughs) either break down on me soon or something is going to happen. And, um, it was also getting too small for the four of us. So I was looking for a new car. Um, and obviously I started first with, um, you know, because we're all human. I mean, uh, I'm in the boat with you. Um, but I started looking for cars. Like I set myself a budget, right? This is what I want to spend. And I started looking for, you know, what what's the, what's kind of the best thing that I can get with it. Um, I start. I looked for what is logical. I looked for what's practical, right? I looked for um, what's a nice car that would be okay, you know. Um, but and I did like some some test drives, but I never really had like this wow factor. Like this is really what I want. Um, I found a car that was a BMW, um, that really checked off many of the things that I wanted in a car. And I felt like, yeah, this is like a good, it's an, like, this is a purchase that I can, like, I can live with, so to say, that I can be happy with, right? Um, and I even followed through with buying it. Um, but then all of a sudden the the car dealer called me and he's like, no, you know, something happened, blah, 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 blah. Um, long story, long story short, um, he backed off, uh, he backed out of the deal and said that, well, I can't have the car anymore. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, 
I felt really crushed because I was getting like a little bit excited about it. And then when I shared, you know, uh, with my son, with my four-year-old son, that we're not going to have the car that I already told him about we're going to have, he was sobbing and crying. And then he said to me, Mommy, let's not buy a BMW anymore or Volkswagen. Let's just get a Mercedes. And I was like, you know, he said it with, obviously so much um what's the word like yeah with ease and with just like um it's not naiveness but like this uh, I can't think of the English word but um I think I think you know what I mean um you know he, he was just so innocent about it and he just said what he wanted like, I don't know, for some reason, he he's really, like, enthusiastic about Mercedes <laughs> the past couple of uh, months. And so he was like, why don't we just, let's just get a Mercedes car, right? And I was just sitting there, and I was like, deep down inside, like, if you had just given me, like, if the, let's say, if the money wasn't the primary um, decision maker, the car that I would have chosen was going to be a Mercedes because I just love the design. I like the car, you know, that would have ticked off all my boxes, but I just felt like it wasn't in what I was um, ready to spend in that moment. But when my son said that and I sat there and I was thinking like, he's right, you know, he's so right. Like why do I settle for some car that I don't feel 100% that is like, yes, it's taking off the boxes on the, on the to-do list, let's say, on the expectations list, but it's not taking the box in my soul list. And as I was sitting there, I was like, you know, why am I holding myself back from having my desires and now I'm I'm not saying here that you have to go and take on a credit and uh, um, you know build debt for yourself that's not what I'm saying there's always you know a way of how you can um, yeah make that happen for you but in that moment it was like because of a couple of maybe thousand euros I'm going to settle for something that I don't really want for 100%. I'm going to withhold myself from my desires. Like, it doesn't even make sense. And so I kept looking. um, Then I found that car. I went and when I when I eventually, I I bought it, like I drove it, I was like, I felt like home, (laughs) I felt like home, it felt so good that it felt like home, and when I bought it, and I drove back home, I literally started crying on the way back home, because I was just, you know, replaying that situation, and I just couldn't literally understand why I kept holding myself back from having what I really wanted. If there was no like, there was no financial reason, there was no like understandable reason to, you know, justify 
me not living or experiencing what I really wanted. So that right there last year was by far my biggest learning on how and why I should never ever hold back again from my desires and what I want because that joy, that love, that I don't even know how to say but it just was such an intense feeling of joy that I would have not experienced if it had not been for my son teaching me a lesson about following through and doing what I truly desire and stopping that habit of doing what's you know what's logical and what's reasonable and what's okay so to say so ever since that occasion you know and now when I walk up to my car I'm like so happy like it took me a couple of months to realize like this is my car now Uh, but now that I walk up to my car I just feel happy I'm like yeah this is my car and so I want that for you and This experience really showed me that and taught me I'm not compromising anymore. Like from from there on now, I'm not compromising anymore um, with my desires. Whether that is in business, whether that is um, with myself, whether that is with my kids, with my uh, husband, whatever area in my life, I'm really following through. And so I want to share to end this um, episode with you, like, what is it that you can, like, let's say, practically do, right? Because, like, I mean, you can see, like, even after six years of personal development, I still had such a huge challenge and problem with actually doing what I wanted and listening to myself. So what is it that you can do? You know, when I think we have to be honest with ourselves and we have to keep it real. Like we need to start at a small level. That's why I was mentioning, you know, coffee or what is it that you want to eat? It sounds, it may sound ridiculous, but it really is not. That's like how we start building our muscle. We can't go like all the way, um, into huge life changing, you know, decisions. We need to start small. And I think the first thing that is completely um, undiscussable, indiscussable, I don't even know, (laughs) Um, is we need to start listening to our body. We need to start paying attention and check in with ourselves because our body is actually helping us. It is telling us what the right choice for us is. Um, We've just learned or we've become so good to just ignoring it that we are not like we're not getting the signals that it's sending us anymore um so really start taking moments let's say in the mornings um when you're making your tea or coffee or whatever it is that you drink and just hold in check in with your body and see whether it is really actually wanting whatever let's say beverage or whatever food you wanted to prepare for yourself. Then, you know, there's a really nice way that um, I have discovered, especially recently, and it's going to be different for different people, but if I were to ask you right now, um, do you want a pizza? 
And if you got like an instant yes or no response, you this is how you function. It's like an either or. You need to ask yourself, do I want coffee? And you get yes or no. Do I want to, whatever, take a nap? Yes or no. And you will feel it in your gut. You will get like an mm-hmm or uh-uh reaction um, instantly. And for anybody who doesn't get that instant response, you know, maybe you're the type of person who makes decisions based on how they feel for you. Um, so rather with your from your emotional side, you know. So maybe you need to just feel into it. Imagine that it is done. Let's stay with coffee. <laughs> Imagine that I was about to pour you a, a cup of coffee and you would hold it in your hands and you were about to drink it. Would that feel good for you or would that rather feel like meh for you? And depending on how that feels, you know, follow through with that. Because this is the important thing. When we get that nudge, that yes, that no, that it feels good, it feels bad. We need to follow through with it. Because otherwise, we're teaching our mind over and over again that um, what we desire or what we want, you know, we cannot trust that. And so our mind is just going to protect us more <laughs> from following through with what it is that we want. And then, um, you know, like I said, start with small stuff. Don't um, get all hyped up and, and be like, oh, great, you know, now I'm going to do all those crazy things and all those big decisions. No, start small. Like, reconnecting to ourselves, it takes some practice. Um, because we've been so out of alignment with it that we really need to like start with smaller situations and build it up and build it up, build it up so that basically the signals that we're getting from our body, you know, they're becoming so obvious and so loud in air quotes to us that we cannot ignore them. But for many of us, when we start out, we just have to kind of, you know, still kind of look for them. And so until you get to that point of like you really understanding what your body's telling you um, and you really hearing and um, being aware of it, we need to start small and build that up. So like I said, listen to your body, look for your gut reaction, look for your emotional reaction and then just start small. And over time, you will see that um, the momentum that you're building with following through on your desires and just constantly asking yourself, what do I want? It's going to build up like a whole new emotional, what I call emotional baseline um, that is going to, you know, basically set the tone for your days, uh, for how you interact with people, for how you approach things and... I guarantee you that this one question will empower you. So one thing that you can um, do after you listen is like, just look back and see where did you actually follow through with your desires? Like how have, like what, what has helped you in those moments? 
what was the outcome and um what were moments where you know that you you did something you followed through with something where you knew that it didn't feel right you knew that something was off and you did it anyway like What was the pattern behind that? What were you thinking? What were your emotions? What has ultimately led you to make that decision against you? Because, and this is what I'm going to end it with, the biggest learning that you're going to take from asking yourself that question and following through on it is you choosing yourself. You choosing yourself is the biggest gift and the biggest sign of love and support that you can give to yourself nobody else can give you that so if you have not been let's say kind of I'm not here to convince anybody you can take it you can leave it you know uh, do whatever you want with that advice I'm just sharing my life experience with you and um For everybody who wants to listen and who wants to improve, you know, just know that this practice is not just about coffee. It's not about what car to drive. It's not about the job. It's about you choosing yourself, backing yourself and creating the fucking life that you desire deep inside of you. And with that being said, I hope you take the practice um, into action hope you're going to enjoy it and um, I hope to hear you next week. See you next time. Bye guys. You liked what you heard on this episode but would like to get more support? Just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on olgamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook and the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.